Thanks for tuning in to JR's Hunt for Life Suicide Prevention Podcast, Safe Talk, with Jenny Hunter and Billy Floyd, where there are no judgments and talk saves lives. All right, all right. What's going on, everybody? Thank you so much for joining us for yet another episode of Safe Talk. My name is Billy Floyd. I got my partner in crime with me. We wouldn't have a show without her. We got Jenny Hunter. What's up, Jenny? Well, I'm just, I'm sitting here. Can't wait to talk to people. Can't wait to hear what they have to say, what they think, what you have to say. You always have something so special to offer us. So I say we get on with it. (laughs) Jenny, we love talking our talk and we're doing it for the people. We're doing it so we can always be there to help, to save, to change these lives and to make everybody around us better, fulfill, and find purpose. This is what we're doing. This is what it's all about. Safe talk, baby. Here we go. We're talking about more non-judgment, no judgments here, not now, not ever. And before we get rocking and rolling, per usual, we want to let you know that this is a very open based podcast we want y'all to chime in if you have questions concerns you want to be a part of the conversation we want to have you so if you want to reach out to us anytime we're always free for you of course come on my email is william period floyd 214 at gmail.com twitter and instagram the same handle at one billy floyd facebook boom TikTok, same thing. I think I'm on pretty much every single service you can ever imagine. Snapchat, who else knows? All I have to say is if you can't find me, you don't have modern technology. So look up my name. You'll find <laughs> Message me. Bang, bang, bang. And Jenny, you're everywhere too. So tell them where they can find you. I am. So first of all, my email is jlh 35 at hotmail.com and then on all social media it's jr's hunt for life and on the web our website is jr's hunt for life.org you can message us you can reach us on facebook on instagram on our website all of those things are called jr's hunt for life you know what we got to keep hearing it up we got to keep doing this thing so people can reach out be a part of this and keep this conversation going. And we are not going to stop by any means, Jenny. We are talking about no judgments here. And we got into it a lot last episode and it, it feels right talking about it right after hope, because you want to have hope. You want to believe in yourself. You want to believe that you can do whatever you want to do. You want to believe that your life is going to be fine. And then when you have that hope, you're not fearing judgment. You're not fearing what people think because you're just so hopeful knowing I'm going to be fine. I'm going to be better. So we got the hope, no judgments. But, Jenny, before we kind of dive into it, you know, why don't we talk about just right off the rip, maybe give us a little refresher. You know, why is it so important for us to really highlight no judgment? I mean, I think it's pretty clear, you know, we just don't want people to – put anybody else down. But beyond that, why is it so important that we're really honing in on no judgments? Well, you know, Billy, the name of our podcast is Safe Talk. 
And we are here to encourage people to talk. One of our mantras is talk saves lives. So we're talking about talk saves lives. And if someone thinks that they're being judged, are they are they going are they they're not going to talk. They're not going to talk in a way that they trust you and their innermost feelings and if they are suicidal or if they are at risk or what is bothering them if we are judgmental they are not going to talk and talk real talk saves lives so we're going to talk about being non-judgmental talking listening non-judgmentally uh you know my assessment of this whole thing is no people are not going to be honest and forthright for us or even think that we want to help if we are being judgmental and being judgmental is letting your own personal standards or opinions or your biases enter in and that is what we're trying to do is to encourage people not to let your opinion stand in your way of safe talk, not to let your biases stand in the way of safe talk, not to let your own standards, your own reflections on life stand in the way of safe talk. Because when we're talking about saving lives, what is the most important thing? It is saving lives. It is human lives. Your opinions are not the most important thing when it comes to that. Would you agree with that? Yeah, I totally agree. I think when it comes to to saving lives, it's it's all about that support. It's all about being there as a person to know like, hey, I'm going to do me and, you know, I'm going to let you do you. We're all different. We all come from different backgrounds. We have different parents. We have different families. We ate different snacks. We played different games. So, I just want to be that person that lets anybody say what they want to say, do what they want to do, because that works for them. Maybe it doesn't work for me. Maybe I never tried it. Maybe I know for a fact I don't like to do certain things that other people do, but I don't know your life. So I'm going to let you rock at all times. And I think that's just the kind of mindset that people have to have. You can't compare because, Jenny, comparison is the thief of joy. As soon as you compare yourself to anybody in any type of way, at any type of level, you've already lost. The vibes are already off. No one's going to be happy. It's just going to be toxic. It's just going to be negative. So it's all about just being supportive. I love that, supporting others and being their cheerleaders and rooting them on. Absolutely, Billy. And I love what you said that, that uh, that is the thief of joy when you start comparing uh, your life to another life or w- w- their life to your life, whatever the case may be. And let me start off with saying that the more you practice being non-judgmental, the more it becomes natural to you. And so the more it becomes natural to you, the more you recognize it when you are being judgmental. And I, that has held true in my life and in my family's life. I, and when this happened, when we experienced our loss, we understood that there was no value in judging people. 
there is no value in judging their lifestyle or what they may be doing or what they look like or anything like that. The only value is the understanding that they're human, we're human, we have that in common. And if we have our humanality in common, that means all of us are susceptible to anything human. We are all susceptible to it. So I don't like to be judged. I don't assume you like to be judged, and neither does anyone else. So we're talking about talk saves lives, and that is safe talk. So, you know, and I love this phrase that I kind of coined during an interview. We're all survivors helping each other survive. I'm a survivor. You're a survivor. Everyone in their life is surviving something. It, they're surviving life. I, I mean, you 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 go through things in your life and you survive them. So we're all survivors helping each other survive. We're all humans helping each other be human. And so when we're talking about being non-judgmental, we're talking about being unconditionally non-judgmental, understanding that we can't put conditions on another person in order to think that we're not going to judge them. Like, we can't look at them and think, well, just because they're um, homeless, I'm going to judge them. As, I'm going to judge and say, well, they must they must be on drugs. They must have a mental illness. They must be too lazy to work. So I'm putting conditions on my judgments on them. So we're going to talk about being unconditionally non-judgmental. We aren't going to have any conditions. We aren't going to look at the person, draw any of our conclusions, our own opinions. We are going to be unconditional with them. That means we accept them right where they're at, if they're in the gutter, if they're not in the gutter, if they're if they're way up in the penthouse, it doesn't matter where they are. We are not going to judge them or the huge amounts of money they have, or the best job they have, or no job, or anything like that. And believe it or not, being non-judgmental actually draws people to you. They actually feel safer. And, and I have experienced that in my own life. I will not, absolutely not, confide in people that I feel are judgmental. If I know people that are non-judgmental, I am drawn to those people to to talk to them if I have an issue and I want to discuss something important in my life or you know whatever may be going on. I feel safe with that person because I feel that they are not judging. Does that make sense to you, Billy? Yeah, I won't even really open up to anybody who I know is a judging person. You know, I'm always there to listen to people and I'll help and support in any way. But if I get that vibe by any means that you're going to, you know, even, you know, say something that I know I don't want to hear or I know how you talk about other people. So like, how do I know you're not talking about me that way? That That's mm-hmm. a big thing. You, there's a lot of friends out there. Obviously, you know, I don't have any of these people in my life. You know, I really never did. But anytime there was a moment where I thought, you know, they could be, you know, 
on a bad vibe, I just got him out of my life immediately. But I know a lot of people who have people like this in their life where they say, oh, you know, so-and-so, they're my best friend. But, like, there's a person that's always negatively bashing just every celebrity or athlete or person that you know or someone you went to school with. And it's like, okay, they might be your best friend or one of your realest friends, but, like, you hear how they talk about every other person that you know in your network and not in your network. So, like, yeah, they're your homie, but, like, can you 100% trust them to not judge you? Like, you know they probably are, most definitely. So that's all about who you're choosing to spend your time around. But we know that we don't hang around many of those people, and we're trying to help people not be like that because, like we said before, everybody comes from a different background. Everybody is exposed to different things right now in the past and definitely in the future. So if you feel like there's some kind of off vibe, you might as well just, you know, wait on it, talk to yourself, or just find that next person that you know for a fact isn't going to be like that. Your mom, your sister, your brother, your dad, your your best friend, whoever that actually is. So, yeah, you, you can't flirt with potential, you know, crap talkers. Don't even go anywhere near them for this type of stuff. That's exactly right. And, that you know, we're talking about us trying to encourage other people to talk, encourage people that may be at risk, encourage people that may be having a hard time in life, whatever the case. That is what we're talking about, us encouraging them to talk because we know, we absolutely know without a doubt that talk saves lives. There's so many times on our Facebook support page where I will get a message from someone's friend and that message will say, please, will you please contact my friend? They, they're at risk for such and such and, and I need someone to reach out to them that I can trust and that they can trust, and if they know what you do, they they will probably, hopefully, open up to you. And when I reach out to these people, as well as the other admins on the page will reach out, they know where we come from. They know we've all had losses. They know our lives uh, have been... Um, hard because of our losses they know we're willing to listen so we reach out and those people whether they talk um on the phone or they message or they text or whatever i it, it just comes spilling out it comes spilling out because they know that we are not going to judge them they know that we of all people are survivors and we we are helping them to survive and people just know that it's kind of an innate ability ability for people to to understand who they can talk to and trust and who they cannot. They know the fair people around them. They know um, that if if someone is like you were talking about, it is not fair to judge people. Now, fair, you know, people use that word and say, well, that wasn't fair. What happened wasn't fair. Well, you know, and then you'll hear, well, life isn't fair. Well, I I will agree with all of those assessments. Yes, some things are not fair. Life is not fair. 
but life happens and people are going to be drawn to you if you're non-judgmental and within that non-judgmental ability you are fair you are fair to them you are allowing them to speak safely and they know that they can speak confidentially and safely to you and you aren't going to judge what they have to say you know uh, and and I've had people say well well what I have to say you're going to be shocked or you're not going to understand or whatever the case well let me tell you when I'm listening to someone and I'm non-judgmental really seriously nothing shocks me uh it's not going to surprise me. Uh, it's not going to be something new. Um, it's just humanness is what it is. And when we are non-judgmental, we understand that. We understand that it, it could be us too because we're human too. And at any moment, something could happen to us to change our lives. Uh, for instance, our son, he was always healthy, he's an outdoorsman, but he began having kidney stones. And when that happened, the doctors had to give him pain medication. And he had many surgeries, and he had pain medication with the surgeries and the stones. And who knew that he was going to become addicted to pain medication? And that's what I'm saying. It could happen to anyone at any time. Your life could change in a split second. So it is not fair of us, if you are also human, to judge that human in front of us. And I I hope that I have um, explained that correctly, but these things have happened in our life, and it it is so important for you or anyone to see that Anything could happen at any point in time to any one of us, just like JR's kidney stones happened and he had to take pain medication. Who knew that that would cause an addiction and would change his life forever? Who knew that? And, you know, I've had things happen to me, perhaps not that uh, egregious, but things have happened to me in my life and they have changed, changed my life in a certain way. So, so who knew? And I mean, it's just like you. Who knew when you were here in Casper that things were going to change for you instantly and set you on a different path, right? That's why you just have to be, you know, ready for anything. And you've got to be in a position to where, like, you're around the right people. So, like, when things do change, whether that's, okay, your job changes or your partner breaks up with you or you get an injury or whatever happens. Like, you have to know, like, okay, I got to be ready for what's next. I mean, we just talked about this before we got on the phone. Like, the seasons of, you know, winter, summer, fall, spring. Like, you got to be ready for any type of weather. Like, who knows what's going to happen next? So, like, if you're just grateful for every second, if you're around the right people to express that gratitude to, you're always going to be fine. But like when you go through that dark spell of maybe, yeah, getting injured, having to take some medication or you get dumped or you lose your job, like immediately 
like on paper, that's a quote unquote bad situation. I personally believe, you know, there's not really such thing as good or bad. It's just whatever happens, happens. Your mind will tell you, I can get through this or I can't. But you should know you can always get through it. So if something that is unideal happens to you, you just got to find that hope and you got to understand, like, there's people all over the world going through terrible things too. And it's probably way worse than what I'm going through right now. So you just have to understand that. And you don't know what's going to happen at any given time. You could be stripped of anything. So that's why you got to focus on being yourself, loving other people, connecting with people that inspire you. That's the way that the life goes. Because if you're not grateful and if you're not present, then yeah, when you get that thing that smacks you in the face, you're just going to be left with, you know, potentially playing victim or thinking like the world is out to get you. And that's just not the case. And it's unfortunate that that's how people end up taking their life because they think like, well, I can't come back from this. I'm already in a deep hole. And we just don't want to see that. We want people to have that belief like, hey, no one's going to judge me. I got to do what I got to do to get through this. And then, you know, like this winter season that maybe people don't want to be a part of right now, it's going to pass. It's going to end. And things are always going to get better every time. And and I agree with that. And that's that's how we're all in this together. We're all humans. We all have seasons in our life just like the weather, as you explained. And we need to be, in order to be non-judgmental. you look at that other person and you think, I'm human just like them. This could happen to me at any moment in time. I'm going to be non-judgmental because if something were to happen to me, I don't want to be judged. I want to have someone to reach out to. And so that's why we, we start with everyone having a clean slate. Everyone has a clean slate. You may know the person, and they may have everything but a clean slate. But when they come to talk to you about being at risk of taking their own life, or maybe they won't say that. Maybe they'll say they're depressed. Maybe they'll say they lost their jobs. They don't know what they're going to do. Maybe you have known them not to have such a clean slate. Well, at that moment in time, when you see that they are reaching out to you and they need to talk and they need someone safe to talk to, you are going to look at them as having a clean slate. And that is another characteristic of being non-judgmental. Um, you are going to, you know, we talked about the stigmas and how those stick on people and you know that keeps a lot of people from speaking up and from talking is stigmas so that again ties into being non-judgmental and allowing everyone that wants to talk to you that to come to you with a clean slate and and let them understand that and they can just feel it that this person is not a judgmental person. They don't care what I've done in the past. They don't care what I'm doing in the present. All they care about is helping me or listening or whatever the case may be. So we look at other people 
as if they are a clean slate. And we have no preconceived ideas about them. We are not... um, we are not pulling the judgment card. We are not uh, thinking, uh, oh, man, well, this person lives in the gutter. They must have, you know, there there must be some issues with them. There must be some things going on with them that I'm not going to be able to help them. Uh, or this person, um, I've always known this person to have a great job and a great life. And because you can, you can, um, judge them both ways you can judge them in stutter you can judge them up on top of the mountain but when someone comes to you that needs to be heard you aren't going to judge at all they have a clean slate it doesn't come where they it doesn't matter where they come from it doesn't matter what their name is it doesn't matter what they look like what they smell like um it none of that matters you know what, because let's say that they do, they may smell, they may be dirty, they may look pretty rough. Well, guess what? A lot of people judge on that and they're like, oh, I don't want to be around them. They kind of are stinky, they're dirty, I don't know where they've been. Well, guess what? Maybe they have a mental health issue. Maybe they're so poor they can't afford to have running water. Maybe they have no money. Maybe they have, I mean, people in depression and and other mental health issues, they don't, a lot of times they don't bathe. They don't keep themselves clean. They don't brush their teeth. They don't do all of those things that we, so to speak, they don't have those issues at the moment. We wouldn't think of going out in the day without brushing our teeth or taking a shower or washing our clothes. But I know for a fact because our son went through it that when you get into a depression it doesn't matter you don't bathe you don't brush your teeth you don't there's no self-care at all because you don't care and sadly we saw that we were witness to that and I can speak to those things because they're true they're very true so we don't want to judge people that uh may not look like us, right? Yeah, because kind of like kind of like what I said before is like you don't know where somebody comes from. You know, you don't know what they have going on at home. You don't know what kind of money they have. You don't know who their mentors were. You know, I look at my life and I'm just so grateful to have been around so many great role models and mentors. And I've just put myself in that position to be around people that I idolize and learn from and not just like was a fan of and, and fanboyed over and liked. I, I saw people, whether they were on the news with me, whether they were someone I was related to, whether it was a friend that I met, an athlete that I knew, like I want to learn every single thing good about them so I can apply it to me. Like, that's just how I see the world. That's how I want to be. But, like, maybe people just aren't at that level. Maybe some people aren't around the right people. So, like, they don't know that, hey, you got to maybe dress up a little nicer. Maybe you got to brush your teeth a little bit more. You got to use your manners and you got to practice gratitude more. Like, I'm not here to make excuses for anybody because you got to figure it out. But, like, you don't know what they're going through. You don't know what their surroundings are. So, 
yeah, you might see someone who might be, you know, a little more disheveled, maybe a little overweight and, you know, how can I help you? Like, I want to help you. But sometimes it's unfortunate because those people think like, oh, I don't need help. Like, I'll do it on my own. Like, I don't want to look like a loser. And that's the stupidest thing. And I know so many people who just won't talk about anything or they won't try to fix anything because they think that if they express emotions that they are sad, that they are not happy, that they're not experiencing what they want to experience in life, they think by expressing that they're going to expose themselves as like, you know, a loser or like a failure. And it's like, no, like I've been through that type of thing in my own life. And I talked about it and I battled and I asked the right people, the right questions. And I put myself in that position. So like open up, like, even though you might look different than me, you might not be, you know, as smiley and cheerful, but like, I want to help you. I want to be there. You know what I mean? Absolutely. And that's, that's, you know, we were put here, our humanness causes us to want to help other humans. And that's the way we're built. That's, that's, that's inside of us to want to do that. And that's why we're talking about this is to try to um, tell other people what we have learned, how we can help other humans and how we can save lives actually from suicide. And that one of the, everything we talk about, I think is so important. So one of the most important things is being non-judgmental. And I have kind of a, kind of a different story of, of being judgmental. So um, I, when I worked in an office years ago, um, there used to be a fella in the office that just would talk so dang loud. I mean, he was he would talk so loud you could hear him clear across from the other offices, and you know the other people in the office would talk behind his back like, "Why he needs to be quiet? He needs to stop talking so loud. That's bothering me. It's um, interfering with my visiting with my, with my." customers or whatever and you know I got curious about that one day and I just I I, I asked him I'm I said so and so did you know that you you talk very very loud I mean you just have a booming voice and you talk very loud and I just wondered is there a reason for that or is it just that you have a loud voice and you know what I found out that he was going deaf and he could not hear himself. And so that is why he would talk so loud. And just by me asking him that in a non-judgmental way, just asking him what what's up with that? Is there something I, I can help you with? Um, is, are people not listening to you? Um, we Between him and I, he decided he'd go in and he would um, go to a hearing doctor and maybe get some hearing aids. And just from that one little, little expression of my caring about him without being non-judgmental. And I bring that up because so many people were judging him and thought he was boisterous and he just wanted to be heard and he wanted all that attention. Well, that was not so. It was absolutely not so. He just could not hear 
And so he could not hear himself. And that taught me at a very young age a very big lesson, and that was to not draw conclusions, not be judgmental, not think I know what is going on, not making fun of people and not judging them on how they're behaving. Um, And by not doing that, like I said, he got the help he needed. And so that's just one little tiny story. I'm sure many, many, many of our listeners can agree that that has happened to them at one time or another when they they made a judgment and it may have been wrong. And in making that judgment, they weren't able to help that person. And that's, again, what we are talking about is talk saves lives. So we're there to listen. We're there for them to talk to us. We are we are trying to draw them out and draw this poison out of them that they may be thinking about suicide. They may be thinking they're not good enough. They may be thinking they're being judged. And we want them to understand that we aren't going to judge them. We are going to listen. We have no advice to give. We have no opinions. We have anything like that. We we just don't. We are there to listen to them in a non-judgmental way. We are survivors too. We are going to help them to survive. We are going to cause them to feel safer by being good listeners and by being non-judgmental in our listening. And, you know, I... I was trying to think of the times that maybe I have been judged. Can you can you name a time, Billy, where you thought you were being judged? <laughs> you know, I feel like I honestly don't feel in this present time, I don't feel like I'm being judged anymore because like I know what I do is unlike other people and I just got to the point where it's like I literally even if you like like me or don't like me, I don't even care because it's all the same to me. If you're taking the time to acknowledge me, whether you're going to talk negatively or bad, like it's still, it's all the same. Your time invested in talking about me. Obviously, if you like me and love me and express that, I will give you all my love and gratitude back. But like, if you're going to talk negative, negatively about me, it's irrelevant because I know me and I don't care, but obviously in the past, definitely. And especially, oh, here's the prime example. I talk about this with my friends all the time is like when I'm at a party or some gathering or whatnot, and there's food there. I've always been someone who is very, very strict on it. Not, I'm not on a diet, but like, I just know my body. I, I work out every day. I take great care of myself. I know what I consume. I'm very tactical in how I want to look and how I want to feel and how I want to, you know, fuel my body and whatnot. So I don't like to eat a bunch of sweets and sugar, and I know what I ate in a day. So I absolutely can't stand when I go to some gathering and somebody who might be, like, maybe on the, on the heavier side or might, you know, not be as in great shape, you know, they're like, hey, Billy, why don't you have a – why don't you have one of these cookies or have, have one of my uh, quiches or something? And I'm like, nah, it's okay. And like, what? Come on. You want to have a cookie? Like you want to have a brownie? Like, come on. I made them. It's like, no, it's okay. Like 
I don't want that. You know, I, I don't eat sweets, and I'm not going to have that. Thank you, though. And then they try to make me feel like a jerk because, like, <laughs> I have something that I know I don't want because it's not going to do anything for me. The only thing that will happen if I eat this cookie is you'll feel less guilty about the five cookies you ate right before you asked me. And, like, that doesn't help. <laughs> that doesn't actually help you. Like, that might make you feel good for a quick second, like the sugar high you already got from those cookies. I'm not going to double down on your sugar high by giving you another rush of, oh, wow, like, I don't feel that bad for myself anymore just because I had the cookie. If if you need me to carry something for you to help you and actually help you get to a better level, I'll do anything for you. But don't judge me because I'm not going to stoop down and eat some sugary crap that, like, I just don't want by any means. Like, oh, my God, that used to happen all the time. It's still the story of my life, honestly, but I don't really care about it anymore. But you know what I mean? Like, when someone's trying to force you to like, eat something that just doesn't fit your bill, it's like, well, you don't know my life. You can't tell me what to do. <laughs> and I I totally understand that. And, you know, we were having dinner um, with uh, our daughter and our granddaughter and, and some younger friends, and they started talking about how uh, and they're cute girls they're they're very cute girls and they started talking about there's this new they've named it i can't remember what the name is but which has come down from the ages seriously when there is a good looking girl around the girls will ignore her they will not have anything to do with her whether it's out of jealousy or she's just cute, she's popular, uh, the boys are talking to her, etc. And so uh, all of the girls, the other girls that are there are just staying away from her, ignoring her, and they're judging her. They're judging her based upon her looks because maybe she's cuter than them. And they're, they're, uh, all they're doing is judging based upon the outer appearance. They have not given uh, this girl a chance or these girls or whoever. And it's a new thing to talk openly about it now, where when I went to school, um, the same thing would happen, but it wasn't a big deal with everyone. It's just it's just that if you were a very cute girl, well, then the other girls were you know, they were jealous. They'd stay away from you because they didn't want you around their boyfriends, etc. And so as my granddaughter and daughter and these other girls were talking about that, that they they only have a small circle of friends because other girls will not include them because they are cute. They um, dress well and they're friendly to everybody and but they're being they felt bad that they're being judged just because they're cute. And you know, there's all kinds of judgments. There's all kinds of judgments. And you can judge people, um that's that's an example of judging someone uh by how they look. And I know we had talked about that before when you had talked given it your examples and that is so true. And, you know, but, but the girls that are being ignored and judged, they could very well become at risk because 
they're, they, they could enter a, a depression because people won't accept them like they are and they have to change to cause people to accept them and to like them. And, you know, um, being at that age, let's say high school, is, wow, those hormones are going and things are happening so fast, things that you you had no idea were going to happen to you as, as a person of that age, and you're having a hard time making decisions and just navigating through the hormonal period. And there's so many kids out there that do go through this, and it does happen to them, and they do develop depression and other things and they do become suicidal but they won't talk about it because they think they're being judged and we just need to understand that this happens to everyone of every age it's not just i know we we are adults talking about it but it happens at every age people are judged at every age every you know, boys, girls, colors, money-wise, no money-wise. I mean, it happens to anyone, anywhere. And let me defer back to when I said we're all humans. It does not matter if we, if it doesn't matter, boy, girl, whatever we are. If we're human, we're susceptible to being judged and to judging. And as I said at the beginning of the program, the more you practice being non-judgmental, the more natural it becomes. And when you when it becomes natural not to judge, you will know in a excuse the language New York second <laughs> that yeah. you're being judgmental. And I think you know, Billy. You know what I'm talking about because you know yourself. When you're being judgmental. I know when I'm being judgmental and I can have a pretty good grip on myself to like really turn it off when I know like, okay, this is not a good spot. This is not a reason for me to talk right now because everything about this situation is, you know, not good. It's me judging. So I'm going to turn it off right away. I don't want to be judged. I don't like the feeling of, saying anything negative about anybody and it's just as simple as that like I'm going to always say how I feel about something in a positive way if I see someone who has a great hat on I'm going to say hey I love your cat if I see someone posting great content on social media I'm going to write to them and say what you do is amazing if I see a picture of you wearing a really awesome suit I'm going to say you look really dapper it's like just when you see something initially, you're going to have that positive thought. Whatever that positive thought is, just say it. Type it. Express it. Say it to the person. There's no reason not to say it. It's not weird to be complimentary. It's not weird to be kind. Just be kind at all times and practice it. And it will just, like you said, it will become so natural, second nature. You won't even have to think. You'll just see someone smile. Man, you're beautiful. You'll see someone walk, man, you got a swagger. Just say it. Like, it's not weird. Then if you just don't say it, it bottles up. Then you start to think about it. Then it's like, well, do I even think? No, you already do think that that person's great. Don't put it in a negative way. Just 
say it. Always say it. I'm all about putting it out there, Jenny. We put out everything we want to every single week here on this episode. As always, we are so many episodes deep. We've been on this episode for a while now, Jenny. No judgments here. And I know that, you know, we there could be more to talk about in next week's episode of No Judgment. We could move on to something else. We always find something great to talk about. But before we go, Jenny, is there any last quick final thought before we head out? Because we really touched on a lot. We've been crushing it for a while now. But what's one little quick way you'd want to end this, this show? Well, you know, we're talking about us being non-judgmental towards other people. Now, I want to just end with, you know, when you are being non-judgmental yourself, you cultivate a peaceful mind in that. So when you, just remember, when you are being non-judgmental, that puts your mind at peace. So that is helpful to you, not only to the people that you're trying to help, but all of these things that we talk about, Billy, the no stigma, the no judgment, the hope, there's always something in it for you. And I'm not saying that, that you're going to be selfish about it, but I'm saying when you practice being non-judgmental, watch how peaceful that you become. Watch how your mind stops stops working in a negative fashion and it starts giving out to people. I mean, it's like people can just feel your peace and they become more peaceful too. And that's how that's how that this all works. It's whatever we are putting off to someone, they're going to feel it. So if you're throwing out judgments, they're going to feel it. If you're if you are throwing out no judgments, they're going to be at peace and they are going to talk to you and you may save a life. Isn't that awesome? I'm all about it. If it's for saving lives, it is most definitely for me. I know it's for you too. It's for both of us. We can't get enough of that. We want to promote that positivity. We want to share these stories. We want to help everybody get through what they are battling through because we know how this life goes. It ain't easy, yeah. and we got to be there yeah. for those people. Like, we want people to be there for us. So it all comes around. It's all a thing of beauty, and we just know how to do it, Jenny. And we're going to keep helping other people. We're all survivors, and we all make this happen. So this is another fantastic episode of Safe Talk. Billy Floyd here. Jenny Hunter also crushed on the call. Jenny, I love you very much, and we'll talk soon. Love you, Billy. Bye, everyone. You've been listening to JR's Hunt for Life Suicide Prevention Podcast Safe Talk with Jenny Hunter and Billy Floyd, where there are no judgments and talk saves lives. Jenny Hunter is the founder of JR's Hunt for Life, a suicide prevention nonprofit movement offering hope and support globally. I'm Billy Floyd. I'm a podcast host, a media broadcaster, and most importantly, a positive influencer. Sounds of Soul Music is courtesy of Fearless Motivation. Find out more about JR's Hunt for Life at jrshuntforlife.org.